And welcome back to the Pakish Podcast uh, with me and YJ. <laughs> Today is uh, another episode of Skills Pay Bills. And uh, usually, YJ and I would know, we usually um, interview people who are very new in their industries and uh, you know maybe five years in and so on but then this today's guest right is actually quite a veteran in his industry would you say <laughs> I mean he's he's uh, been in I mean he's been learning Muay Thai for about 10 years since uh, he was in Singapore Poly and uh, in 2019 was a sort of a breakthrough year for him uh, in in March of 2019 he won he was crowned champion in the under 81 uh, kg senior low kick category at the Singapore Kickboxing Championship. Then in October, he secured a world ranking of number 17 after competing at the Senior World Kickboxing Championship. Then in November, he <laughs> participated... <laughs> long in list of, of achievements. <laughs> yeah, long list Even of Nigel, achievements. Even Nigel's talk until Shaq already. <laughs> it's, it's too many, <laughs> seriously. Then, then in November, he, he participated in his first ever SEA Games and won Singapore's first ever gold medal. At the sing- at the Sambo event, so I I'm really wondering right, how do you even get to Sea Games? How do you qualify? What was the feeling like? What was the experience? Tell us about your journey in in the Sea Games. Um, okay, so basically, okay, uh, how we got like selected to go Sea Games, right? It's it's actually pretty simple because we were all, all of us training, and then suddenly okay. we got a call from um uh. WFS right from from the Jackspot guys. They 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 asked like, hey, uh, this is Sea Games got uh, Sambo. You wanna fight now? So it's like, so it's like it's the first one. The the qualifiers is actually uh on July. So but it was like four weeks before, before like like we got a call like four weeks before the qualifiers uh. Right. So it's like the thing is like fortunately for all of us we are still constantly training. Although we are not keeping. You're, you're just eating happy and, and, and not, not really keeping up your diet. La. So that's mm-hmm. the only thing that, that, that's missing. La. But other than that, then we're like, eh, since we're, all of us, we are, we are, I, I'm, and at that time, I was still training MME. So it's okay. La, la, la. Mm-hmm. Then we're like, okay, I'll take. La. So you only picked just up Sambo last year, la, basically. Yeah, Sambo. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, so it's like I picked up Sambo like six, seven months before seeing him. Oh my God. <laughs> Yeah. And and then and then it was uh your coach Sulaiman right who who sort of uh, introduced you to the sport and all that. Can you tell us like yeah. how 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 you got how do you even want to pick this sport up in the first place? No, the thing is I didn't even think about picking this sport up because right com- okay the 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 category that I'm that I competed right is yeah. uh, combat sambo. So combat okay. sambo right okay uh basically if, if you talk about sambo a lot of people don't know what sambo is. Yeah. Right. Those who watch, uh, who really follows like MMA, like uh, especially UFC, right? They know, like um, famous sambo practitioners, like uh, combat sambo uh, practitioners, like Khabib, yeah. and then you have Fedor, then you have Andre yeah. Arlovski, right? Yeah. So the thing is, we only know about sambo, like like we are just familiar with it, but there's no like formal actual formal training in Singapore, right? Mm, so the okay. only person who's really experienced in combat sambo is so like, yeah. Oh, so when but, but but then we got a call uh, suddenly because like um I think Philippines want to rec- they they want as many medals as possible uh, so so they confident uh, that, that they can get results for Sambo so right. it's actually a last minute thing yeah, Sambo wasn't even supposed to be there in, uh uh, post, uh Philippines not Sambo isn't supposed to be in the Sigin Tasia uh. so it's like right. like everything else yeah uh, well, one 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 thing I'm impressed like with 
with the Federation, Southeast Asian Federation, all the countries really cooperated and then like really made it happen in such a, such a short amount of time. Mm. Yeah. Oh. So it's like, so it's like everything happened like four weeks before. So the first qualifiers, like, so it's a Southeast Asian Sambo Championships. Yeah, so they use it as the qualifiers. Uh. So four weeks before we got a call and then uh, they tell us, Okay, I cannot remember whether whether the, the everything is self-funded or we are we are actually paid for. But I think I think in, eventually we just said yes and we want to go there and fight. Now, right, right. To be honest, like me, Ezri, Gary, yeah, those who uh, those those of us signed up right, because three of us right, you know, coming from Impact, you uh, you're all MMA fighters, right? So yeah. we just automatically take the combat sambo combat sambo category. Yeah. So yeah. the thing so- is, we are not. We don't even think about okay. For me personally, I don't even I don't even think about uh getting CDs because I don't keep my hopes up. Like you all know, yeah. right? Like like after fencing and all that kind of like ah yeah, more like give up like CDs. <laughs> but then uh, then when uh, so but all I think about is just like wanting to compete in lah. Like, so yeah. Fight in yeah. Mm. Yeah. So just so to give a bit of more context, yeah. just to give a bit more context, right? Is yourself Nazri. Uh, and Ashvin and Gary were all from Impact MMA, and you're all yeah. MMA fighters. And then you picked up sambo, a combat sambo along the way, and then you qualified for the for the combat sambo event in Sea Games. And all three of you sort of represented Singapore la, in different yeah, categories. Yeah, sure, sure, yeah, yep, yep, okay. yeah. Wow. So it's like the thing is, reason like combat sambo. The the reason we can pick it up very fast right, is because the fundamentals of combat sambo and uh, MMA is the same. Right, okay. their strikes mm. to take down submissions is the same, but the only difference is is the scoring and mm. the attire lah. Because um, MMA we don't, uh, even even amateur MMA we don't wear headgears. Yeah, but yeah. for combat sambo we wear we wear the gi top and uh, headgear. So and oh. and shoes. Yeah. And sambo is yeah. So, yeah. originally Russian. Yeah, it's a, it's a Soviet combat sport lah. Soviet okay. combat sport. Yeah. Yeah, the only difference between yeah, so it's like I think like we are we are all of us we use our our years of um MMA training and experience mm. in the combat sambo because the only difference is the scoring. Like yeah. okay. sambo, they do not score on um effective strikes or like submission attempts and everything. So the only way, the so the the only scoring system the the only the only things that they score right, in combat sambo is the takedowns, the wrestling part. Right. right. Yeah. So. Right. Yeah, so as a, as a let's say as a striker, if you are actually very very stubborn, yeah, then you want to you want to win by strikes. The only way for you to win by strikes is essentially right knocking the person out, right? Which is actually hard to do, right? Especially in C games when, when other countries they they even they they are their own countries that like they bring in their own pro fighters to come over. So it's like ah yeah, right. <laughs> so it's people that so you have all, already met before within the circuit lah. Um, actually the. No, uh, the I think I've seen them before, but I've never oh, okay, actually okay. fought and met them. Right. Like oh. the the I think the most famous one is uh Mark Striegel, uh, because he already fought um one FC, yeah. And oh. at this one point of time, he trained he trained with Evolve, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it's okay. one of these guys. Yeah. I see. I see. And then and then once you got into let tell us like what was your mentality when you got into the final against uh Jason, right? Yeah, Jason. Jason. Yeah. yeah. Actually, to be honest, my semi-finals fight was harder than was harder than my finals like, against oh. Jason. So oh, the, the the Filipino guy faced. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because 
Okay, uh, he's a lot more experienced against. Oh, and then, okay, uh, this is uh, quite a bastard thing to say. Lah. Like, when we weigh in, right, <laughs> we all size each other up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 so my, my Filipino opponent, the first one, wow, you are really damn jack. <laughs> but then I, I look at Jason, I'm like, ah, this one can makan one. <laughs> wow. Then, then he went to the finals <laughs> with you. Lah. Yeah, we're in finals. Yeah, the thing is, like, like the thing is, he tapped, no? like, 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 I didn't even win by points. So, like, like against, uh, uh, my Filipino Filipino opponent, right, the, the yeah. semifinals. Okay, I forgot his name. Yeah, yeah, but um, I win, I win by points. But the thing is, like, he actually rocked me once. Like, there's just oh. one punch. Yeah, he threw a left hook. Right. Yeah, yeah. So it's like one of the hardest punch. But for in the finals, to be honest, like, I feel like Jason didn't even touch me. Couldn't even touch me. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we we we, so we were looking at the at the event just yeah. before talking to you, and he actually didn't even do anything. Yeah, he couldn't. He couldn't. He couldn't <laughs> do anything. Either. So it's like like the only thing he tried to do was defend my double leg. That's right. the only thing. Like he tried to defend my my attack because um he watched. I think his coaches all yeah the coaches all watched from um from my previous fight uh, that that I have a strong double leg uh. and also it's because mm. I'm short. I'm the shortest fighter there, so it's easy for me oh. to pew. Mm. Right, yeah, right, yeah. Right. So yeah, yeah. Then, then, then. But the strikes, everything. He's yeah. I was two, three. I believe uh, I was two, three sets ahead. Right. But I like the thing is after coming from the same finals, uh, I know that like Jason is I can eat. Right? But I cannot. I keep telling myself that I cannot. Um. I cannot. Uh. Like 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 you know, like, relax and go easy because yeah, don't yeah, don't uh, underestimate uh, him lah. Uh, Like I think I'm confident with my abilities, right? But I don't look down on him. Right? I mean, like I, said, mm. I cannot look down on him because, like, um, okay, like, these are they are all all of these lessons I learned from from my from my from my past uh, from my martial arts journey. Uh. It's like the moment you underestimate a person. Okay, for me to be honest, personally, I feel like underestimating your opponent is one form of disrespect. Right. Mm. That means like, uh, like for me, yeah. Like, uh, then, like, uh, like. When when people say respect and sportsmanship, blah blah blah, they think about like like you know like like doing all the nice things in the ring. But actually, to be honest, like there's no such thing. Like, my personal <laughs> opinion, I was like, like no fighters are not supposed to be humble. Right. <laughs> yeah, we are one of the most proud people ever because we are trying to. Yeah, we are, we are like going toe to toe against against each other right, and trying to beat each other up. How can we be that's humble? True. Yeah, like like true, like true. if you watch if you see like um yeah don't even say don't even say like uh professional fighters or athletes uh. if you just yeah. go to the streets walk outside or you see uh the animal right like they have two lions like yeah. like trying to compete who's the alpha male yeah they are all really trying to show their bravado yeah so it's like so for me it's like if for my former person it's like I will do anything whatever it takes right like, to to beat you down now. of course within the rules uh. Like yeah, yeah. Yep. that's why, uh, like if you cheat, that's why I said like like I don't mind my opponents cheating as long as they don't get caught, right? But for me, <laughs> I won't lah because uh, yeah, because because you get like 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 it's true when they say like if you're not cheating, you're not trying. Right. So you're trying to do whatever it takes to win. Yeah. So the only thing I feel like that is it's sportsmanship is like I don't believe in touching gloves before the fight, especially at the first round. Wow. Right. Uh, it's like yeah, yeah. Then uh, the only thing I feel that it's sportsmanship is you listen to the referee you know you know when to stop uh, engaging yeah like because referee say break right? uh, and then uh you don't do any excessive uh hits uh. so so mm. basically i'll just try to beat you down then referee says stop i'll just stop oh. referee say go go back to the corner yeah so that's that's my then like my playing the game la. you have to so, play the, the yeah. sport like yeah play um, the game so the, 
Yeah, there's because this reminds me of something that was interesting. Like, what is the difference between fighting and competing? Mm. And this, and it seems like from what you're saying, like you are leaning, you are a very competitive person from what I can tell. And you also love fighting, but what do you think is uh, any differences or similarities between fighting and competing? Well, competing in combat sports right, and fighting well, it's definitely two different things because um, if you're competing in a, a combat sports, like, which is a fight sport, right? Fight comes yeah. first, but there are rules and regulations follow. So the way I see it, like, um, if you look at it, even before times, like, there are certain reasons, there are reasons why rules are there. Like, even before, like, these events are regulated as a sport, right? It's mm. like, like you have two men, they, 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 basically, like, imagine, like, like in the, in the, in the old times when they, they wanted to fight each other, they tried to settle disputes or whatever. They mm. actually settle on the rules, like, okay, what you can do, what you cannot do. Yeah. Like, what's agreed upon. And then, it's like code honor, uh, code of honor kind of thing. You know? So, so, like, oh. so, so, so when, when you actually fight, you all fight within the rules or this disagreement. So, if you try and break those rules, right? So, it's like trying to say, like, well, like, you don't honor, like yeah. trying to trying to yeah, yeah. like the gentleman's agreement right. uh. <laughs> yeah gentleman's agreement yeah so this is this is how i see it lah. yeah so like in 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 the fight right when i see you know when people see fighters intimidate open like try to be cocky and stuff like that. actually to be honest i don't mind because mm. i feel like fighting is it's the true representation of yourself so when you when you're actually in a fight right you actually express your truest form Right. So your personality, your character all come out. Lah. So if like, if that's, if the guy wants to uh, come in and then like, like, you know, do a Conor McGregor, right? like trying to, uh, yeah. try to try to be big and then try to show yeah. off trash talk and everything. Like, what I mean, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sway your arms. It's, it's, it's just their demeanor. Yeah. yeah. So and your, the people, so the like, people who don't like them will just don't like them and the people who, who like them will just like them because they are, they are their true selves. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, for me, then, then when it comes to like, like respect, humility, those, those kind of things, it's not actually what you do in the ring, but it's yeah. like what you do outside the ring or the arena. It's like, like so basically, if you're a piece of shit for a human being, then you, you just say whatever you want, as in like, you're, you're, yeah. you're not being nice, or you're not being polite. Mm. You know? Like, if you see, like, uh, now kids these days, like, you see, like, they, they, when you look at like UFC fighters now, they, they, they think that, oh, you want to make it big, you want to get noticed, you need to trash talk yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But there are fighters who are actually pretty stoic and like like really well managed, like GSP. Yeah. Even Khabib, Khabib don't really actually like trash talk. No. Or maybe that's because he doesn't have good English. Like, but, but you can see <laughs> that. You can that, do that, it in <laughs> Russian. <laughs> yeah, maybe you can do it in Russian. Like, but you can see that in time, like, they don't, they don't like, they, they don't trash talk and like insult. No, they, some some people they, when when they trash talk until to the point where they start to curse their wives, their mothers, their family, right. like which is a bit not too classy. Much, la. Yeah. yeah, that's right. So there are just, yeah, then that's all. So so these are the things that, that really show your character. La. Like for me, in the ring you show your true character, never mind. But it's what you do outside the ring and how you how you like um yeah. like, you know bring bring yourself up. Yeah. Actually, what you said reminds me of what uh, Israel Adesanya said about humility. Also, he said real humility is when is in the training when you're training and when you're learning from your from your training uh, from inspiring partners and all that. When they punch you, when they when they go through shit with you, that's the real humility. I don't. Ha- he said ah, he doesn't yeah, exactly. have to show real humility on the ring when he's already yeah. done all that preparation. So I mean, like something is something like what you said, lah. Basically. Mm. Actually, how did you come about with this 
um, philosophy to to how you fight and how you compete? Was it from some the way you were brought up or your life experiences? How did you actually arrive yeah. at this um, way your of childhood thinking? Childhood or you know? Oh uh, well, okay. Because I've always been competing since I was thirteen, right? So I started as a national fencer. Yeah. And I also I started fencing first, then slowly became national fencer. So then I I have this no as because because I've um competed at the highest level possible in fencing, right? So I believe I I I, I know what it takes to to to, to compete at, at at those levels or to, to mm. do, right? Because I know I um and how do I say it? Right? I guess like a lot a lot of things come into play because uh you know you know as as a kid there we all all of us comfort watch Bruce Lee stuff right mm-hmm. so that I kind of read about it then um then I watch um I guess maybe maybe it's because my true character because I just want to be honest with myself mm-hmm. right like uh like one of the things that that I really tell myself is like we never want to like live we we want to live our life un, uh unapologetically. Like, right. Yeah. So it's like, like just do what you want, lah. Yeah. So it's either people like you or people don't know. Right? Yeah. Like you cannot. You, I don't want to change who I am. Yeah. So the thing is, some people like some people use a they use that excuse right to to be an asshole, but you mm. don't need to be an asshole to to change you because that that may not be who you are. Right. right. Yeah. So mm. like this kind of things like trying, like kind of translates in everything else in life. Like it's not just competing. Mm. Yeah, that's what I felt. So, yeah, so um, I guess it comes from, yeah, yeah, it comes from a lot. Uh, from I, I thought about how I want to live my life and how like I want people to remember me. So I mm. guess that's that's how that's how I come to this philosophy. Yeah, because your 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 fight style is like when we were discussing before the the whole thing, right? We we noticed that your fight style is very aggressive, very relentless. Like it's just really, really like all all energy, right? So how does that? Stem from uh, you know, your early days in 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 fencing. Like, how has it? How has fencing helped with your fight style now? Uh, you know, with uh, I think with it's because like fencing. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, it translates well in my summer game because it's essentially point fighting. Right? So the okay. reason why I fight the way I fight, I actually got got a lot of things. Huh? Number one, I'm short. <laughs> okay. I'm way shorter than everyone else. So I have to, I have to go in and go out, right? Uh, then. Uh, the nature of um, fencing at that time, right? okay. Um, you the the it's a point fighting fight, right? So it's a yeah. best of five hits and a best of so the pools there 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 are two there are two like like stages lah. So you have oh. the qualifying round, which is like you're gonna you're gonna have round robin. So you're gonna fence like five groups in eight, five fences in this pool, right? So you're gonna fence right. four of them, like five okay. points. So the first to finish five uh five hits wins ah. Yeah. So. And then the same for direct elimination. So that's a like ladder match, right? So it's like oh. each ladder match is best of fifteen. Okay. Yeah. So 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 it's like like so once you finish at fifteen points, then you win again. Yeah. So I guess those that kind of temperament, and also because of my temperament, lah. Also, uh, and then uh, so those 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 few things, like, because with that mentality, yeah, it's like I want to finish the guy as fast as I can. That can punk kang go. <laughs> that's the first, yeah, yeah. That, so that that's naturally that's naturally like point fighting system. So, it's actually um, and also because uh, I think naturally I'm a very quick tempered person. Oh. So I like yeah yeah. So so that that that, that explains my relentless. Oh, I don't get fight cheap yeah. <laughs> Like did you yeah. when you started competing, were you always fighting like that, competing this way? Because sometimes like, for me I I do Muay Thai as well, and I find. 
like a different like the way I fight evolves as well like I start off thinking that I'm this kind of fighter at the start when I was training after that I I end up evolving my style and I feel that I I I don't go to a certain style straight away according mm. to my my personality so it's slowly like I slowly learn more about that style so did mm. you like when you started competing did you just straight away like this is my kind of style or did you like go through different um, changes and different evolutions about it actually to be honest honestly I never actually think about like style stuff <laughs> I just think about like what I want to do and what my mindset is because I am mm. I know I'm naturally a more offensive oriented person right? so yeah. it's like I'm the kind of person who likes to take initiative mm. so whether I'm defending or I'm I'm attacking right I want to make sure that I I want I I decide what uh, what to do first so I, I dictate the pace so I guess that's why that's why my I fight the way I fight it because it's all about controlling. It's it's not just it's controlling my opponent, controlling the ring, controlling the right. space between me and opponent. So that's my philosophy is that because uh, because of fencing, I know there's a high. You know there's like for me, this is my my striking philosophy. There's a hierarchy of attacks like you can. Okay. So like okay. like Bruce Lee said this in 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 Jake Kundo like that. Uh, he actually he actually got it from fencing as well. Oh, so the hmm. first stage, right? Like hmm. everybody should learn is it's called single direct attack. So it's like, like I explain this to my students as well. So it's like this is my my train of thought, lah. Like hmm. direct attack is the simplest way. Simple direct attack is the simplest way of uh, hitting your opponent. So it's like, okay. I see you, you see me. You no, know, uh, I see the target. I don't even think about setting up. I don't even yeah. think about about whatever. I see the target. I just want to hit. So right. as efficiently and as quickly as possible. Mm, okay. uh, uh, like a straight yeah. line, uh, like so then, a straight yeah, it's a straight line. Yeah, the yeah, lead, yeah. The lead leg, so, the lead hand. Yeah, the lead head, lead hand. Yeah, which is why, uh, if you watch my fights, uh, I actually throw a lot, a lot more jabs than, than my cross. My cross is just my right hook. My my right hand is just a tension, right? Then <laughs> after that, because sometimes single direct attack doesn't work, right? Because opponent, your your opponent will always hit you back or always right. defend, right? So that's right. when attack with combination comes in. So it's like. So combination attack is just a series of direct attack being thrown in one single timing, one single rhythm. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, ta ta ta. So it's like th- things like jab cross. The idea of um, the idea of uh, combination attack is just to scatter your opponent's focus because okay. everyone's got, yeah. especially in the first round, will be very very high, very tight, right? Yeah. So you're using for me, I'm using my combination attacks right to try soften you up, soften him up, and open up his guard, so I can okay. actually really open up and bang and then mm. right. Right, right so the third yeah so right after that right, that's a progressive indirect attack so it's more like attacking from an angle so from from the side lah. so let's say if i'm attacking here right, straight line because straight line defend really huh? so i'm yeah. going to a straight line but then i angle off and attack at the end at, at another angle okay like people call it flanking whatever yeah, yeah. so that's <laughs> creating angle which is actually to be honest i feel it's a form of direct attack it's just at a different direction mm, right okay. Then uh the hard yeah yeah so the last one like which is actually um which is the most highest level right but it's very very hard to pull off unless you're really super technical super high level technician and um and 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 really experienced so attack by drawing like you see me fight me whether everything how how they fight so it's like like they feign an attack they actually invite you to come and attack so they open up right the yeah. So so I I my so when I teach my students everyone so like I I teach them I drill I don't even actually tell them like this 
um, I make make it everything as a drill. So it's like, okay. so now we are at the stage where you're just doing direct attack. I see, I see the target. I hit. I see the target. I hit. Because mm-hmm. in order to make like feints, fakes works right. Your mm. oppo- I feel your opponent needs to be intimidated by by you. Mm, right. right. So so the my so 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 my first round I I I I look like I chong in it because I want to make an impression. I want to leave my opponent an impression, make him scared. So mm. then when when he's scared really right, when he's intimidated, then like mentally I'm 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 really one step ahead right. Then I'm in control. I can do whatever I want. I can play mm. him around. Yeah. That's the fun right. part. Right. <laughs> right. But I I think a lot of when people are learning the the they don't want to do the first few steps. You know, like the yeah. the direct attack and the. Cause it's the boring part. You just like one punch, one punch, one punch. But they they mm, like the, yeah. the combos. They like the, the drawing. They like the fix, all that. Did you did you find like trouble, like teaching people that like telling people this is what you should do first and then progress to more and more. Okay, I, okay, I I try not to tell people what to do first. I I never try to say like no, you cannot do this mm. because it's it's oh. not. There's never a right or wrong answer. That, that like 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 that's why they call it martial art, right? Because yeah. again. Martial arts is freedom of expressing yourself. Mm. This is what I feel right. Like, ah, uh, you like. There's not some people fight in the certain way because they like to do this, like to do that. But as as much as possible, I will drill them back to fundamentals. I tell it if you want to do if like basically if you want to learn how to, I keep convincing them like if you want to learn how to run, go learn how to walk first, right? right. So mm. just learn the set first, and then after that, they comfort, they comfort. I tell you, like once you learn how to walk, right, you can you can learn how to fly straight. Uh, that's what I said. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So, so so um, and how I teach my uh my classes, so I drill them fundamentals, but I drill make sure I drill them with intent. So mm. when and uh, when they're doing the drills, the reason the only reason why fundamentals are boring is because everyone is practicing mindlessly. Yeah. Like they don't have intent. Like when they practice, they just like throw jab. Yes. Right. 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 So, but when I drill. So what what I I give I give them cues such as like okay guys every time you take a step you think about your balance your fundamentals basically like balance stability and then yeah. your and then and then whether your hit makes center line so they have a lot of checklists they they, they have to look up for right mm. so then like confirm in, you will never get get it right in the first round right so then I say never I do again now do again now mm. like, keep doing slowly slowly um uh like fill up that those checklists in your system in your brain right, right. and then of it then of it you 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 really get the technique mm. like same thing a mastery all it takes like what the what's the what's the concept of 40, repetition the 10000 hours yeah yeah 10000 yeah so it's like but most of, most of us right, most of the the, the the especially i'm not i i don't even want to say like casual martial artists like come train mm. for fun right i'm actually talking about like those who are aspiring to compete So oh, all the more, yeah. right, they need to practice these fundamentals with, with, with intent. Because, right. yeah, because if you're if if you practice mindlessly, right, that means right, you're going to do your pets mindlessly, and then when you spar, you spar mindlessly. When you fight, right, that means you're 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 not you're not you're not mentally engaging. Mm. Then of it, oh. yeah, yeah, so that's, sure. That's, I, that's I, I think it's a lot more mental than physical. Actually. Yeah, yeah, and even like the mental aspect of it, because in Like earlier this year, I was supposed to to do to have a fight, um, amateur Muay Thai, but then it got cancelled. So, um, but during that training, but during that training period, I spent usually like two hours by myself just shadow boxing and and drilling, with like jabs, hooks, all that, just with intent. 
And um, it's definitely boring mentally because you're just two hours like this, like this, jabbing, trying to like do with your ten- intention. But um, but I think it was the mental part that was the toughest and not so much spending two hours moving around. So mm. how, how do you actually cope mentally with fighting or like yeah. training? Because sometimes I do feel you can get repetitive at times even though there are fights coming out or there are, there, are, there are competitions coming up. But I think over a long period of time, I think the mental aspect will play a big part in the comp- in competing and fighting. Mm-hmm. So so maybe you can tell us a bit more about that. Well, that's why after fights, like, you see me binge eating everything, just doing whatever <laughs> I want. <laughs> because, okay, I don't know. Fight prep is the most mentally exhausting phase ever. The thing is that all of us, like, you're, okay, all, all of us just want to fight. No, yeah. no one wants to go through that shit. <laughs> Especially weight cut. Oh my god! Right. So it's like okay. Um. Good. I had I had this conversation with Bay Hansen, right? Like he's a sports psychologist before. Um, mm. Before before she gives up. he told mm. me like, It's like your the sports psychology of uh of 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 fighting, right? The psychology doesn't doesn't start from when you are preparing for the fight. As in like it, like warming up for the fight. It's mm. actually, it's like, you tell us like, the brain and the mind is like a muscle, right? So you need to train. Just as much as physically, you need to, uh, you need to train for the fight. So right. everything all starts on day one of the camp, which is why um, fight prep, fight is, uh, it's very, it's very draining mentally. Right. Mm. Yeah. So it's like, like, so these are things that like, like what, what he said is like, um, you know, like, you know, like, especially during, during fight prep, right? I'm sure you all feel the stress of this approach, so a lot of, there's a lot yeah. of what it's right. Yeah. Uh, so, that, yeah. so I learned, that's where you apply all those, um, uh, it's how you handle those demons in your head, right? Mm-hmm. That, 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 that will lead you to your performance in the ring. The, no, the, the things, actual, the things telling time. you to to stop, to telling you to, to don't eat, yeah. like, just eat that chocolate like, bar, or just eat that ice cream. <laughs> No, no, it's it's not about eating the ice cream and everything. It's about the the making weight part, like you know, diet. To me, it's yeah. it's it's not about that. It's about it's more about um, you know, like you're you're worried about about your body, you know, what you're gonna do. Oh. Am I good enough? Am I well? What if you guys are? You know, no, no. So so he gave, he gave me two concepts like your mind reading and time traveling. Right, things like um, yeah. So so this thing like like actually this is actually pretty common sense, but. But nobody like actually like oh yeah or like really consciously tap into it, right? So it's like time traveling is like like oh what if I fight uh, then of that this guy do this and then do that, do that, do that. Or what if what he he trains harder than me or whatever? Uh then that then that's tra- your the thing is he told me like like you're not there in the first place. You're not it's mm. it's six weeks from now, right? Oh. So why why you worry about things at six weeks from now? Right, right. Right. So so that's the traveling part. So like just uh a lot and then uh things also like um like you no know, like thoughts like okay if I lose what will people think of me? Okay. If I lose right. uh, blah blah. Uh, so those that's actually mind reading like things like, like those those mm. thinking worrying about what people think about you. Worry yeah. So it's like I'm like oh worrying about what your opponent would think or want or or he wants to do. That that's right. that's mind reading. That's the mind reading yep. aspect. So it's like you tell yourself it's like. I'm not him. He's not me. Why should I be worried? Mm. Like so, so all so so this one, this these two concepts were actually helped me a lot in in, in my fight and uh, my fight experience. Okay. Helps me center myself during training. So 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 uh yeah, yeah like during training I keep uh I keep drilling myself uh I keep I keep 
doing a lot of self reflection and then mm. and then uh, all these things that I keep telling I keep like that's that's when visualization and like positive self talk all comes into play. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like like this. I think this lifestyle, like you're you're living this. You're you're, you're you have this mindset. Everything. Right? So you develop this strong, resilient mindset, right? Then mm-hmm. eventually, then it will it will actually pull through, uh, in in the fight, lah. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because whatever self talk you have, right? Whether it's positive or negative, right? Mm-hmm. It will be reflected in your fight. Right? How you how will you perform? So yeah, right, so right. so it doesn't start before during when you warm up or like one hour before the fight. It actually right. starts. The journey starts from day one of your fight prep. Mm, right. Mm. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, for weight cut, actually, it's also a mental thing, uh, because it helps me stay focused. Uh, yeah. mm. Which is why um, Seagin's quite uh, it's it's quite tricky because I I didn't need cut weight, right? so I'm eating. Then my mind sometimes <laughs> I feel like a bit soft. Uh. <laughs> Let's get that. Hey, come on, man. <laughs> like, hey, Wait. So yeah. how 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 f- uh far in do you start your weight cut? Uh, eight weeks. Okay. Usually, typically eight weeks, ten weeks, uh. yeah. And the, at, at the start, how enough. how how much do you weigh actually? At the, okay, at the very uh, start. Usually, okay. Let's say I want to be around if I fight seventy, yeah, because I usually yeah. fight seventy. Okay. So I want to be around seventy nine, eighty, eight right. weeks for fight. Yeah. So okay. then I have I have like eight weeks right to lean down all these seventy five, seventy four. Okay. Because mm. usually when I when I when I'm at seventy five, seventy four, I'm like on like five percent body fat. More. Uh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Damn it. Wow. <laughs> But suffer yourself. Them shake. Yeah, for sure. And that's when the uh, the mental part comes in, and that mm. mental discipline. I th- I think a lot of people think about fighting as this physical, grueling mm. sport, this physically demanding sport. But oftentimes people forget that I and I feel that the mental part is a lot more difficult, because you have to. The sport is about you getting hit. And it's against the hum- natural human instinct to get hit. <laughs> the yeah, natural human yeah, instinct to turn all, around and It's all about sound. survival, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and like especially this discipline, like I know you touched a bit on it, but how has this? How did you actually cultivate this discipline in you, yeah. both mentally and physically? Um, like, did you go through that slowly? Because like like um, you have competed for so long. Did your discipline go on and off, or has it always like stayed constant? Like staying in shape, nah, staying in shape mentally, just... mental self talk, <laughs> all these kind of things. <laughs> well, okay, number one, right? Actually, here's the thing: I, I don't, I, I don't see myself as an I just an athlete, right? Because oh. I, I, I choose when I when I choose this path, right? This this career that I think right? I choose it as a lifestyle, like. So so I I like to think myself more like a martial artist than than combat athlete oh, because right. or or just a fighter because uh if you as a fight like like the job of a fighter is just fight compete take the money go home right mm, but mm. it's usually it's for me it's it's very it's a, it's a very short short term thing like this it doesn't mm. help me develop as a person or even even as a fighter per se so when uh so as a martial artist, what I do is like I really embody this lifestyle like. So that's why all of us are even all season. You are, all the more we are, we are, we are still training. We are still, we are still training and improving our skills, oh. and then like developing a strong mind. Yeah. So so really embracing embracing that martial arts. So it's a constant so like with, constant lesson, constant like. Yeah, it's always been your... it's always been that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Competition is just a small aspect of being a martial artist. Right. Mm. It's like the test yeah. like that lah. It's like a yeah, test. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I thought. 
all, all my fights, right? Usually the reason why I want to compete like, is because I want to see whether my my, my skills work. Mm. <laughs> it's just it's just to test myself. Yeah, yeah. So so like like I I don't fight. I I'm at the stage that actually I've never fought for money. I never actually like fight for money. Right. Although I turn pro, but but the 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 motivation is not it's not it's not external. It's not because mm. I want to do. I want I want to get famous. I want to be rich and famous. Huh. There are, there are better ways to be rich and famous. Actually. Yeah, and yeah. easier, actually, easier easy ways, ways, I think. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, there's like easier ways. Yeah, like, like yeah. You know, then so so it's more on actually like I my my goal is just to compete and challenge myself at the highest level. See within yeah. my capabilities, uh, Because like sometimes you want to reach to some level, right? Like, you have to sacrifice certain things. Like for me, I'm at a stage where I'm not willing to sacrifice certain things. Right? Mm. So I'm just I I set. It's not I'm setting for less. I'm just yeah. trying to make everything work as much as I can. So if, if let's say I couldn't go to the level that I wanted, let's say easy lah, like want to be world champion, but yeah. I cannot because of some limitations. And I'm like, okay, lah. right. So so uh, so, but at least what I do is I do now is I have my experience uh, as an athlete, right? Like like what what Bruce and Slimer and Russell was do for us lah. They paved the way for the next 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 guys to come in and work, uh, to to hopefully eventually surpass our level. So then, as right. a community, we grow. So. Yeah, it's interesting. Interesting that you touch on like the professionalism of the sport, right? And and uh, talk about making money and all that. So, I mean, what what are your thoughts? Because you have you have competed in uh, Malaysia, Singapore, uh, Hong Kong. I'm sure, right? And yeah, it? yeah, Hong Kong, yeah. Hong Kong, right? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, the and can I, I got choked out fifty seconds. <laughs> yeah, so 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 you have seen like multiple like events and all that. So what what do you think about the you know the lack of interest or you know funding from in the sport and all that? As far as Singapore's concerned, right? So it's not just combat sports, right? Like even mainstream sport. Singapore has hmm. never been really a sports culture country kind of thing, right? Okay. All of us, you see, you see our our work life balance, uh, like everyone go office, bangkang at bangkang at six. 7 p.m. Sometimes you have to stay up to work OT, yeah. and then that's that's our lifestyle daily. Really. Yeah. Actually, to be honest, other countries have better life than us. Right. Like you know, like like Australia, they made a law to what, close the office or close the shops at 5 p.m. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you so cannot then, email yeah. work email outside a certain time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So so like these kind of things like then actually like like en- like encourage you to have your your own self time, your own free time, which is what other countries like even even their prop they have their own problems as well. Like, like uh, they 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 have time to train and and and, and uh develop themselves as competitors oh. And but the thing is, as far as support is concerned, like I think we are still decades behind. Like I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not talking about combat sports. I'm okay. not even talking about about martial arts. Sports in general. I'm talking about all sports, right? Okay. Yeah, sports in general. Like you can see. Um, if you look at like in, in okay, I mean, let's not talk about US uh, because US you can see the industry uh, the sports yeah. industry is like booming. Right? Yeah. Like if you look at um, like Japan and China, like closer to ours. Like the people actually really really support their 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 athletes. Okay. Like they they have they have a following going on, uh, so it's like it doesn't matter whether, like and even though the and the thing is like. These athletes, right, are treated as as like national heroes, yeah. like glittery. So, like, let's say you you win an international medal, you come back, wow, got freaking parade for you, sir. So that that's that's the kind of status that that, that athletes have uh, mm. in those countries, right? And then, like, 
Okay, don't even talk about like the powerhouses, right? Like let's say Southeast Asia, like Indonesia and Vietnam, like they are, they are, they are countries like that they are actually paid allowance or salary to train. Oh. Yeah, so 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 that kind of support from government that we have, as in, they are not they are not even um like 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 top tier one. So even even like let's say let's say you meet the team right, so you no know, they have like five tiers right? like it's kind yeah. of like specs, okay. in Singapore. but Singapore is a lot more strict because well we really have to pay our dues right? <laughs> right. So for for the other countries right, like once you're in the national team squad, the thing is because it's a big country, right? so yeah. yeah, I think I think they 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 kind of live in a dorm like with each other. Oh, yeah, so they are, they are, they are, they are, everything's all provided for like they are, they are, they are paid to train everything then if let's say they move up the ranks then of that like 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 move up the tiers then they have they have more pay la, or like performance bonus or whatever yeah right so these are the different sections like allow 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 athletes to really pursue 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 their sport their their their, their, their goals without any financial stream financial worries. Oh. Uh, what was the difference between Singapore, that and Singapore well, Singapore, in the end, like all of us, like still have to, we, we still have our day jobs, right? We okay. still, like, uh, we are, we are still full time still uh, studying and everything. So, okay. And it's only that small, small percentage of the athletes in Singapore that that, that gets that gets a scholarship, uh, or not scholarship, or like or like money from funding from the government. Some funding to Train yeah. every yeah. month. Yeah. Yeah. So like the thing is, I think like, like yeah, cannot blame cannot blame Singapore because of our our own Kiasu culture, right? Like <laughs> to be honest, in any other other businesses, so like that, they will not endorse. Uh, they will not endorse a figure and athlete that they don't believe in. Right. Right. Yeah. So so, so like if you translate that to sports Singapore and the government, right? So it's the same thing. Like, it's like like okay, you're an athlete, but why should we rep- why should we support you mm. so even after winning so the, the gold medal they cannot support you man well no the thing is it's okay the thing is not my fault okay, it's not it's not about me win, winning gold medal because at least right. i get my 10k right, <laughs> right. so uh, <laughs> right so it's because okay um just the thing like the the reason why i'm not carded right like i don't yeah. have like, all of the things because number one Sambo is considered like like the new kids in the It's much as kickboxing, it's a new sport, it's a yeah. really new sport. Like, so as a federation, like we haven't like actually like 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 proven ourselves. That like, this is this is how I see it, right? Then in Sambo there's no there are no solid plans that there there's a progression in sport. So it's like let's say the C games like two, three, four C games, right? That's there they they have no plans to be in Sambo. Yeah. So Sambo in 2019 is actually a kind of one-off thing. Oh, it's a World Cup spot. Yeah. So then, okay. but if next year, then if next year, next year, uh, see you right? As of now, there's no sambo. Oh. In Vietnam. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. So that's 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 what that's what sports is. Because there's then, no that's continuity, what, that's basically. Ah, uh, yeah. There's no continuity. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Which actually, okay. So I can I can accept this explanation. Okay, lor. Just say mm. like that. I don't mind. Yeah. Like you uh, say, it's hard for. To be honest. Yeah, like it's yeah, hard for even a normal business to to support something that is so like infrequent or there's no continuity. Right. Ah, and, yeah, that's it. That's um, like, yeah, it's it's definitely tough, and I think even the government here does try to fund different sports, but definitely not a priority in in what they want to yeah, do. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. Do you find how about like external sources besides like government funding? Do you find mm-hmm. like maybe? Um, other companies or maybe even maybe like your family or friends yeah well okay um 
Okay, to be honest, my uh, series, uh, I'm actually, that's why I'm actually like thankful and grateful like that there are, there are, there are people, there are companies who support my course. Uh. So it's like, mm. there's two companies that actually supported my, my um, journey in CDMs. Like two mm. games. So it's like Novotov, Alex. I, I met Alex at Cockroach before I was working there at the same time. Uh, at okay. the time. So he was like, you know the red light therapy bit thing to promote uh, recovery and all? Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so basically, uh, you lie down, you lie down, it's the infrared technology that it's, yeah. it, it's supposed to help you boost. It's also supposed to actually help me a lot. Uh. Like, it helps you uh, boost your recovery and, and, and like, it's, yes, anti-inflammatory products or not. Epidemic. Yeah. Like, yeah. But but like and then and then there's also another company at Nutrition Kitchen. Like that's okay. a meal prep company. Right? So they they these two guys actually support my support my, my training. So one wow. is recovery, then one is food. Yeah. So at that time, right, I was actually pretty thankful because I was actually really thankful because at that time the last six months, last four, four, six months, okay. four, 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 three, four months, I wasn't taking any income at all. Right. So I was actually digging my own savings. Right. Yeah. Then uh, so but but like I I didn't actually like actively seek out for sponsor because I I'm already prepared that okay lah confirm confirm like like and and also maybe it's a male ego kind of thing I don't I don't it's not it's not because I'm, uh I don't want to ask for help I don't want to ask for sponsor it's because a lot it's a lot of time taken for me so I just yeah. I, I I just prefer. Uh, focus on on on, on, on improving myself. As a, yeah, right. Because in the end, that's all it matters. Right? That mm. those yeah. matter come. But yeah, so it's like so. But I have these guys. I have uh, Novel Thought and Nutrition Kitchen to they they they, they themselves approach me. Oh, like, okay. I didn't. I didn't ask for any. Yeah, yeah. So so like I'm like it's not it's not that I I want want any help. How that, did they find you I'm, actually? Like because okay, um, I'm actually I'm actually uh, friends with with Alex from Novotel. Oh, yeah, so, so he's, he's the one that coming in, bro. I'm I want to support uh, I want to support national athletes for the Sea Games prep uh. So oh, okay, I sponsor okay. you cannot. Yeah, then I'm like, right. hey, thanks a lot. Like, like, you know, <laughs> of course, can. Like really, they literally, literally, have, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then I had a friend who used uh who she already left in the kitchen, but he also he's the one who also approached me like, oh, hey, bro, okay. you need. Any uh food sponsorship, tell me. Uh, I can I can help you. I can help you. Uh. Nice, like, nice. Oh, yeah. So so like like the thing is, I'm not okay. Although although although, I I don't actively ask for help because the thing is, I feel uh this journey itself at food it's, it's a selfish journey. It's actually a self-serving right. journey, like, Because I all I care about, to be honest, like, to be honest, uh, I don't even care about representing the country. I don't even care. <laughs> I don't even care about about about, about Singapore because. Uh, you know, I get to where I am, right? Because it's also, also the government never helped me. I really serve my NS, right? So I, I true, feel like I don't true. owe the country anything. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. so <laughs> that's why. Right. Yeah, so, 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 my, so my journey is actually, I'm actually, I have to admit, it's, it's, it's a very self centered journey. Like, because okay. it's only, it's all about me, 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 me. So that's why I, I don't want, I feel like I don't trouble people to ask for help. But they come and offer because they believe in my cause. So it's like, uh, yeah. it's these this little things that I, I really feel grateful for. Like. Like actually, to be honest, I'm really privileged because, like, it's not just like this guy. Even even I have a very very good support system to actually believe in what I do. Yeah. Like they believe. Yeah. So it's like, and they don't believe in me by by giving me thoughts and prayers. It's like they give me, uh, especially my dad, right? Like like if he's really he's really been the biggest, uh, my my mom and my dad, uh, yeah. they play the biggest role in in, in in my development. So it's like instead of like giving. Uh, teaching me, uh, telling me like, oh, you can do it, encouraging. They don't, they don't actually do that. 
Instead, mm. like what my dad did, like he gives me option of how I can expand, how I can, I can, I can branch out my career. Like, oh. like he knows. Yeah, I told him like that. Like I cannot live my life as an athlete. But then that's why he gave me suggestions. Like he, he helped me mind map my 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 career path. Oh, nice. Yeah, so do, uh, yeah. So that that's the kind of support that 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 really I I I appreciate. Like okay. To be honest, uh, I feel like I know like like, like I'm one of the few privileged one who have this kind of supportive parents. A lot of mm, teammates mm. that I know, right? They don't have this kind of support. Right, like because mm. like family don't believe in what they do and all that stuff. Yeah, so so yeah, I'm I'm actually concept pretty lucky lah. And yeah, I have help coming in like like from like nutrition kitchen and Novator. So it's yeah. like these kind of things I'm like really good for because I didn't ask for them. They they yeah. they certainly come to me. Wow, oh, okay, thanks ah. Yeah, mm. yeah, mm. yeah. But then when especially because when you talk about your parents uh, supporting you by by you know mind mapping out your your roadmap for the future and all that, right? Well, how was it like when they first found out uh, that you were gonna join a sport that you know where you're gonna get hit a lot, you know, especially you know, in the head. So, so how did they take take that? Well, my mom was of course lah, mothers lah. Like, ah yeah, <laughs> my son, I wanna hit yeah. that <laughs> at the first part. But that's why. Uh, so my my but uh, I guess I guess in the end they trust that. Uh, here's here's another good thing. Um, I'm grateful for. They trust that I know I'm doing the right thing. Right. I'm doing okay. the the best thing for myself. Of course they. At the time I was NS and other, I can I can I can I can sign on and stuff like that. Then I said do I do I just want to fight. I just want to compete first. Like, I did I didn't even, I, I I didn't even want to want to go uni because I thought about you no know, I told them I don't want to go uni first. I fight first then I go uni. Uh, then mm. like you know this you have you have this all this this talk lah. So it's like of course you can can feel like disappointment a bit lah. Like what the what the <laughs> uh, you go you go to OCS you got officer you can sign on why don't sign on ah uh, you got you got mm. diploma why don't you use your diploma use engineering. So mm, but they, right. they 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 decided but here's the thing about them right? like they decided these these are all egos right so they decided mm. to put their egos aside and then really hear me out and and really listen to what I want to do yeah, yeah. and be so, supportive of so, what and your journey la. yeah so and and the the whole idea is trust la. so they trust that I know what I'm doing in my mm. life okay although and, like half the time I kind of doubtful la. Right and yeah, I wanted to to ask you about that. Like, do you feel any pressure or like a a sort of imposter syndrome? Like you don't deserve this, and yeah. I cannot reach this goal. Like like of that that pressure to to succeed. If not, you yeah. disappoint the people who believe in you. Like, have you felt that? And how do you deal with it? Yeah. Um. Well, excuse me. Evident. Like like I used to have this a lot. I oh. I base myself worth on what people think, like, no, okay. or or like something else on the fighting. Like that. The thing is, Indiana, I I come to realization I have nothing else to I have no one else to prove. I have nothing else to prove about myself. Yeah, right. Yeah. So it's like um, so when like of course I went, I I have my doubts. Ah, like even in my early years, ah, like my my mid twenties, I first started competing. I always I I don't know how many times I go back home. Ah, I like. Before I sleep, right? I no one is dark. They fucking emo one. Yeah, I'm like, unless I also like, do I did I really choose this path? Is this the right path for yeah, me? Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. We have I have this a lot, and also because like guys my age, by the time I meet twenties, guys my age, like twenty seven, they already got girlfriends, they already have a stable job, right? Like they 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 have they're financially like stable, independent, and they get married. Then I look at my life, like, hey, I see that, I see that. <laughs> Broke and stuff like that. So there's, there's yeah. like uh, yeah, a lot of things. Uh. But I'm glad I actually stayed the course because uh, this is one of the things that my my 
like I've been I've been taught by parents lah. So whatever mm, okay. whatever whatever you decide, whatever part you decide, you just stay the course. Then right. then then eventually like you you see you see light at the end of I don't know. Yeah. Right. So and it's interesting also, and I also want to know like how do you stay the course and how do you keep the faith that that you will succeed because like especially now in this period of time a lot of people are feeling that um, they are lost they are yeah. they're not sure where they are going i mean i'm feeling this also like or they they want to do something but they're afraid of failing and disappointing people around them and a lot of people tend to give up and just go the safe route and not pursue their passions instead and how do you actually stay the course? Because this is something I also want to know. Like, how do you um, push yourself to do it? Well, um, the first question I always ask, like, why am I doing this? And does this make me happy? You know? hmm. A true question, actually. Why am I doing this? Does this make me happy? And can I make and can I like like sustain myself? Like, can hmm. I can I do this long term or not? So hmm. these usually these are three three things that I, that that. that Three questions that I always revisit myself. Uh, I revisit myself, lah. Okay. Right. So the thing is, um, even like guys in your twenties, right? Like, like, your this. I feel like, like in the, your twenties is a is a range, like right? the pace that like you find who you truly are, like find your interests, find what you want, everything. So it's like, yeah. so the thing is, you have to do everything, right? So this is this is why I'm I'm lucky that at least at where I'm at, I'm thirty now, right? I know yeah. I really saw. I really solidify my path. I know what I want to do. So, from this point on, it's full steam ahead. Right. right. So, but right. the 20s and 30s is always the experimentation phase. Like, because we are still figuring out and it's the most confusing time, confusing period in our lives. Like, we are, not not just like what we want to do, what, what we want to do for a living, like what makes us happy. It's like who we are also as a person, our self-identity. Right? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Then, like, the thing is, like, at that time, okay lah, I'm actually quite stubborn and selfish as well because I'm I'm not again it boils back to like I don't want to live my I I want to live my life unapologetically so mm. I really really don't care about what people think mm. really don't care about what what they'll say everything because it doesn't matter to them because they are not living my life right I I I am living my life right? so it's like but having said that whatever I choose right whatever whatever path I choose whatever choices I make I bear the consequences. Mm. I just mm. make sure that that others are not implicated because of my of my of my of my decisions. Ah. so so I I have this mentality uh in mind. Yeah. In my twenties, yeah. As long as I don't like things like as long as I'm a good citizen, I I don't break the law. I don't mm, right. I don't create inconvenience for each other uh for others. Mm. I don't play with other women's hearts like that. Like, so <laughs> other than I can do whatever I want. <laughs> mm. <laughs> that kind of thing. Understand. Yeah. yeah. So it's like then like whether it's right or wrong for you, I guess the only way for you to 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 find out is actually do it yourself. Yeah. Just jump. Yeah. yeah. And most the worst thing, the worst thing, uh, that can happen is to fail. Yeah. 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 So but at least but knowing that for me right because again I cannot speak for others because I have a really really strong support system. I really like 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 I mentioned just now. I have parents who trust me and support me in whatever I yeah. do right so and I have dropped my 20s and even now I I I have I have life mentors that actually help me guide me through mm. what I want to do in life everything so they they I've I've been I've been surrounded I I I got my I I surrounded 
it's not I surrounded myself, I guess. They just come to my life. So I'm just <laughs> blessed that I have, I have these guys around me that help me become a good person. That's right. Mm. Yeah, I wouldn't say that I choose them, lah, right? but it's it, they just literally come. I mean, uh, maybe you can share more about who, who are these uh, mentors. Uh, you know, uh, I, I know that you are in Impact and then there is uh, Royston, Bruce and Sulaiman. Maybe you can share more about the influence that they gave you as, as your coaches. Um, okay, uh, okay, my development as a martial artist, really, the most direct influence is Bruce. Okay. Right? Because I follow him since I started. I was a fat chubby kid. <laughs> Just started Muay Thai until now. Then, um, yeah, so, and the thing is, what, what, the thing that I'm grateful about him is like I, I don't when now 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 we are, we are the stage where we can just talk to each other okay right mm. so it's like I don't I don't just learn martial arts from him I actually learn like 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 I I picked up some life experience from him lah. so he will share with me his life how it is uh, right then mm. uh, I've Royston yeah, Royston one thing I'm grateful for Royston okay he's the the fighter like the the first guy I see right, can that can transition from an athlete to a coach to business standpoint. Right? Oh, okay. So it's like like you can see his career like transition. So it's like I I look I look at him like that's like I I'm, I want to emulate his um his path. Although okay. I bit more ambitious, I want to make it better lah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then uh yeah even 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 when it comes to like 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 business wise and because because I have ambitions on 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 building my own business as well. Right? So yeah. I have like Royston and Kuang and 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 my dad and yeah. I have some other older friends because I tend to have older friends like, like okay. those are in forties. Even my students, my uh, my students who are older than them because I don't see them as my students as well sometimes because yeah. the only thing the way I see all these guys, like people come to to learn from me it's the only thing I can provide for them is actually my martial arts skills my right. my, my martial arts skills technique. But mm. I know that. Like these guys, they have other areas in their life that they excel at. So it's like you know we have this open relationship kind of thing where mm, I learn from right. you, you learn from me, <clears throat> other kind of thing. Yeah. So we have that this mutual respect, which is why I talk to them a lot, and and it's actually pretty 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 fun. Okay. And um, and also one more like one like I only met him recently lah. So he's the president of Kickboxing Federation Singapore, Jason. Okay. Like, yeah, he's the one who also taught me like how to run an organization and everything. And Okay lah, then I see him like okay, he's 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 a good person and someone that I can follow mm. yeah. So yeah. I so yeah, there are a lot of figures in my life that actually made me who I as in influenced right. me like, to become yeah. the person I am today. Yeah, which is right. I'm I'm actually really very very grateful. Nice. And you also spoke about how you wanted to follow the path of uh, Royston and emulate his transition from player to coach to business. So could you speak about what about it that you're trying to follow and what Is this maybe potential business, yeah, business idea you have? Yeah. Well, okay. Uh, eventually, okay. This is a thing. The project like we haven't thought about this. Like, this is what we're planning, right? Like with hmm. me and Kwang. Like, because Royston, okay. The way I see Royston, like, he's a model that, that hey, I think I can follow this this template, lah. It's like, yeah. like you know, like all of us are getting. One day we'll get old, and someone living in Singapore, right? By the time I reach thirty, we have bills to pay. Then I'm in a stage where I have, I have now, now I have to, I have to take care of my parents and all. Yeah. Right. So I like somehow me, my me and my brother, my siblings, we are so breadwinner of family. So we have to provide okay. for parents now. Yeah. So it's like this kind of responsibility that I know that I cannot just fight. I cannot fight for for forever. Anyway. Yeah. That's that's life. Right. It's just, I know it's just one phase in my life. 
Yeah, but the thing is, but in my 20s, right, I cannot figure out what I want, how I want to transition. Hmm. Like from, yeah, yeah. So the, the only thing I knew, at least I know now, is teaching. Right? It's like, like, yeah. And thankfully, it has become one of my biggest, it's, it's, it's my, my, one of my biggest passions. Right? Like actually, actually enjoy teaching a lot. Yeah. <laughs> mm, like thankfully, like, yeah. some, 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 some fighters really, they just want to fight, but they cannot teach. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's it's yeah. actually quite yeah. separate skills also, like coaching and yeah, it's yeah, it's fighting. a whole it's a whole new ball game. Like yeah. focusing on yourself is one thing, but guiding someone else to help them achieve their goals, regardless of their goals are either to compete or they just want to uh, improve their fitness or make it mm. more become more rounded person or just using martial arts to make them become a better person. So yeah. it's just like it's a whole new different ball game. Yeah. So it's like then I, when I see Royston there, I can see him transition. That, okay, maybe that's definitely on the follow lah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So that so like with me in fact, okay, we haven't we are not in talks of it, right? But um, I'm talking with Kuang and Carol and like my my teammate lah, and yeah, we are we are actually discussing about having a separate brand of impact which focus mm. more on social enterprise. So we are we are we are, we are not we are not actually like gun for like because most fight gyms the only thing about about the mainstream crowd, right? Like, yep. like, like, uh, like, who want to do for general fitness or want to compete? So is that, right? But now, yep. I, what we want to do for, like, we, are, we want to work with building, like, like youth at risk program and okay. then, like, elderly. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So, so we, are, we are more for the community, you know, using martial arts to improve the community. Yeah. So that's the angle that, that Carol, Kwong, and I are working towards. Too, yeah. So mm-hmm. eventually, we're going to get to see it. Yeah. Nice, nice. That sounds great, and it's it's something I think I've never really seen before in Singapore, like sports. Yeah. Never, yeah. Um, yeah. So if you can actually pull it off, right? You're like, ooh, what's our kind of? <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. And it's a such a great way to give back to the community that has it in a way given back so much to you also, in yeah. terms of like supporting you and everything. It's, it's it's great to hear. I mean, so really, right? Just looking forward, how do you think? You know, how else do you think you can get younger people to get to be more interested in the sport? I mean, it's it's already growing in popularity, and there are more gyms sprouting out in the past five years and stuff like that. So, what what do you think of of you know how to get pe- more people interested? Well, um, to get okay, the mainstream crowd, of course, are uh, to just have as a community. Okay, I'm not looking just at, at I feel uh, it's a as a a gym, right? Because yeah. There's no, there's no point if, especially combat sports. I'm not talking about like self defense. There's no point right. of us like trying to bring out the sport, but then grow awareness without competitions. So the first, okay. the the first like the foolproof way of, of uh, building, building, getting awareness and popularity of sport is competing. Which is why, as much as uh, some people don't like this organization, like one right, they actually you have to give them credit for, for really right. bringing. MMA and combat sports in like to 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 the level it is not in wider in audience lah yeah yeah wider audience yeah yeah so it's like you know I, I know a lot of people will say a lot a lot uh a lot of things lah <laughs> right but but credit is where where credit is due lah it's like it's like okay. if it weren't for one right I tell you uh, no one no one will actually like like see if, um like know about MMA mm, all you need to do right okay a lot of people don't like the, don't like this girl. But you just mentioned Angelia, they, they, they know that, oh yeah, that one has... Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they brought in so many world champions into 
Singapore, like especially with Muay Thai. I remember I, I was running around my place, then I saw Sam A like running towards me on his run. Then I stunned, yeah, like then he, he looked so fierce somehow, like can tell because he wear like the the evolved Muay Thai shorts running. You know, oh. scary. Like, oh even... yeah. Oh yeah, same thing. Uh. When I was a kid also, then, then, then I would start searching. Then I've had you know this one whole group of Muay Thai fighters that like, evolved. Like, then I'll just run on my own. That's what we got evolved. Like, eh, that's Shinya Oki. Eh. Was, like, then just run past and like, whoa, how we And and it's quite cool that that for me personally, like you see someone on TV or YouTube so much and you see him like in real life, like running past you training and it's kind of like like it's definitely credit to to one championship that actually yeah. laid the the groundwork and foundation yeah. for that. Yeah, yeah so then, then like I feel like even then after like everybody got the like, awareness <clears> everything, <throat> that's where the grassroots level brings in because that's why we actually like adopt those like the spot. Yeah. Like, so it's like I feel uh, as a community like, we need more amateur competitions. Mm. Okay. Like, like to grow the spot, like to grow the awareness. Because like, yeah. Uh, even even but now okay, you can see like now Muay Thai competitions and boxing competitions and kickboxing they're a lot more vibrant now than than, yeah. than how it used to ten years back. Yeah, so I guess and but to to make it pop, more popular and like more like more youth joining in, I guess it's it's a time thing. Like we just yeah, have yeah. to let let the let the community and the scene mature because okay. I I believe that we are hitting that the right direction. Mm, yeah. So yeah. the only way is probably improve like, like have a more solid governing system, okay. stuff like that. But that comes with more funding and like more support, right? Yeah. So <laughs> which in the end we have in the end it's no shortcut like, Just to pay pay our dues mm, and then mm. maybe uh, hopefully in ten years time it will be the the scene will be more mature than it was ten years ago. Yeah. Mm. I think I that think, that yeah. support is definitely important because I think people in Singapore definitely see value in martial arts because when you know how many kids do taekwondo at the badminton court at the, at the <laughs> cc when they're young like like parents do see the value of that um and i think a lot of it has to 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 evolve there's definitely have to have that support and that um that that funding also yeah. into the sport that that will help people see martial arts as a, a competitive sport and yeah. a way to actually um Make a living eventually. Yeah. Like here's yeah. the thing about Singapore. Like Singaporeans still don't believe that they can make a living from from mm. from martial arts, mm. like from or from from being sports in general. Yeah. yeah. So, but maybe like now we 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 thought is like because the reason why why Singaporeans don't like the locals, like even our parents, we don't believe that that it's possible. It's because of the situation right now. But mm. maybe who knows? Ten years, ten years later, five years later, the the paradigm will shift. Right. Because yeah. I remember one time when, like, uh, okay, I I I was after O levels, I tried to decide what I want to what what course I want to take. I I told myself I want to take sports management. Like, I told my dad. Then my dad was like, I I don't want to use this. you take engineering better. So I listened to him <laughs> because I'm not paying. So I never pay the school fees, right? So I listened yeah. to him. Then like, man, then I went take engineering. But in the end, where do I end up? Bang. So like, like the thing is like here's the thing like, and especially with technology and internet right now, it's it's changing very 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 fast. So yeah. Yeah. So, so like, what what we say now, what is what 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 we discuss now may not be like relevant like ten years later, but That's because true. it's a situation. Like, yeah. So it's like when, so uh, although parents believe that um, 
like martial arts may be valuable, uh, like what, like you need martial arts to learn. But actually, yeah. to be honest, I they they don't actually believe. I believe. I feel lah. Uh, they don't mm. actually believe that 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 that, that their kids should follow through all the way, because right. in the end, all parents are cancer, cancer, and they they don't want their that their their the kids get injured or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. Thing, and they don't see they don't actually see the value of. Of of martial arts being as a as a personal development, like they say lah. Right. They say right. people will say, oh, it's right. good to develop research, but but they don't actually believe it, right? So <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, so that's I feel that's the situation now. But but I guess it's up to to us uh, the coaches right now, this generation that to um really sh- make everybody shift their belief, their thinking towards mm-hmm. the direction, towards the other direction. Yeah, but and, so yeah. I don't know how. I don't have that solution, but yeah, that's that. You, but I know, I know the problem. I don't know the solution. <laughs> well, I think you're on the way on to finding a solution with your experience and what you're doing right now. Yeah. And speaking about coaches, like I, I do think that's a very important part of martial arts is having a good, good mentor, a good coach, a good trainer. But yeah, I think recently we've seen online that there are a few things happening. <laughs> Credibility in, uh, issues. <laughs> um, that that isn't so good for coaches in general. Yeah, and yeah, I think course, uh, yeah, yeah, you have like, yeah, how, like how, how there was one in the the f- last year there was the UFC gym that had this the BJJ controversy, and now and now all these um things with with um sexual assault in a way yeah for certain gyms in Singapore like can you like give your take on that or speak to speak on that a bit. Here's the thing, right? Like, like, um, okay. Let's let's put whether the the coach is uh legit or not. Okay, anyway, we'll we'll address the legitimacy. The legitimacy, yeah. Legitimacy yeah. Issue. yeah, first, right? right. So, um, okay. As a, I understand, right? As a, as a, as a, like person who just wants to start the martial arts, right? Yeah. They, they, but you're at a stage where you don't know what you're looking for, yeah. right? So, the one good one thing about 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 Coaches who are not legit, right? Who doesn't, who don't pay their dues in 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 honing their craft or being a good good martial uh martial arts like coach or or athlete whatever, right? Mm. They tend to be I don't know why they like I'll call this conman. Uh. This conman actually I uh, tend to be really <laughs> good at marketing. Right. Okay. Right. Right. So 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 it's like okay. Let's say if you if if I put put yourself in the position of let's say this sixteen year old don't know any better. Who's never, yeah. who's never competed, uh, who's never been been competed in a sport, uh, yeah. in any sports, competitive sports or whatever. Right? So, this guy really true blue, don't know, or this girl also don't know, don't know what a good coach should be or what a good yeah. coach should not be. Right? Don't so know what to look out for. Look for it. Yeah, don't know what to look out for. Right? So the first thing that pop up, pop up, their 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 face will just take first. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but. No, but as you get older, as in as you train yourself a little more, then I like, you know, like like if you, it depends on your goals. Some people are like, ah, yeah, this guy know how to teach me jab, know what what's a jab and cross and hold pads fairly properly. Okay, deal okay. Because their goals is just, uh, to, to sweat sweat, feeling feeling only. Okay, then then I have nothing to say to you. I have nothing to say for these guys, right? Like. So they will, they will go to usually these guys right these people they this these people they go to like martial arts inspired of combat sport inspired boutique gyms. Okay. Mm. Yeah, it's a, it's basically mm. Indian still a fitness gym lah. 
So, right. so like, yeah, yeah. But one, one, one thing I like, I appreciate about these dreams, like this, this, uh, these brands, like, they actually stay there, Lin. They actually yeah. tell, they, 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 they actually tell the the students mm. like that. Okay, this is a fitness class. This is not a fight sport. Yeah. yeah, I'm not teaching you guys how to fight. I just want you guys to to okay, learn fitness and just just have fun. They're That's using martial speak. arts to to teach you how to be fit, as a as yeah, a tool yeah, to teach yeah. you how to be fit. It's actually yeah, they're not they're not even teaching them proper techniques. It's just mm. like okay, can uh, look like punch Kennedy lah. But <laughs> but the coaches, the trainers, they themselves actually say that okay, we are just a fitness gym. We don't want to yeah because right. I think all the history is right. Like um, they were they 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 were kind of backlash on. They they know one lah. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. Commercial community in Singapore very small, very very tight knit like that. So That's so, true, yeah. so, yeah. so that, but from that stage right, then if you want to learn more, so you do more research, okay. right? So I guess right, I believe like, So what you're looking for, right, like you should look for, is the coach's track record, right? So mm, okay. Any okay, especially combat sports coach, right? Combat sports coach, right? those who you should always. Don't don't be afraid to I feel like, don't be afraid to find out about their their past combative experience. Okay, okay. I I cannot say anything about about self defense because that's totally out of my lane and I'm staying my lane. Alright, so, <laughs> yeah. so like, like but but for Muay Thai for boxing for 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 MMA all right, you need to do your research and very research what um like 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 uh how many times is complete everything because mm. like some people they'll fight one or two amateur fight they call themselves coach. Them like, mm. eh. right? So you want to find someone who's been actively competing for, for for at least five six years, like okay. like mm. yeah yeah. yeah. Those those who really know that shit like it's like and you see a track and you see the competitive records like it's not just uh and depends on what kind of competitions they, they, they fight right yeah like some of them they they fight smoker fights and call oh I got myself champion but actually. So anyhow, yeah, yeah. Right, right. So, so like, like, uh, even, even, okay, like, so, so basically, this is common sense. Like, you want to know their track record, then whether, whether, whether this guy is a good fighter first, or not. because yeah. they're supposed to practice what you preach, right? Yeah, yeah. Then, so a good coach will not hesitate to actually tell them their competitive experience, mm. because mm. I've, I've heard of one coach, right, who's actually really dodgy with his fight record. Yeah, right. then he said like he fight one Muay Thai then suddenly he said oh I fight three Muay Thai fight then I said retire and then other people he tell other people like he fight one time in Thailand and then right. fight then after he tell this person oh I fight uh, one amateur fight in Thailand you know, in Singapore one amateur fight in Singapore and one <laughs> pro fight in Thailand I'm like dodgy, no the kind yeah. of thing like yeah them dodgy they, they can see this guy eh, they know something fishy right, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. So, so, so number one you want to stay away from this guy Okay, although mm-hmm. you spend some time with him, right? But yeah. learn, you got to learn because, because you need time to actually find out. Right? Yeah. So you yeah. need to learn, tell yourself uh, when to get out. Because right, this guy, this this kind of guy, this kind of coaches, right, they know how to feed you nasi kangkung. So you, <laughs> you and, uh, So you need to be smart enough and courageous enough to break away from, right. the, from the cultish mentality. Right. Yeah. right. And, yeah. and then I want to throw back like another question to you. Like if, for example, we say like coaching and fighting are two separate skills. Um, so what if someone is a good coach but has not that much fighting experience, but mm. he can coach well? Like, like for example, in football, you can see play, uh, coaches like Mourinho versus coach like uh, Pep Guardiola that was a, 
football player and Mourinho was like not not really a football player. And mm. like, do you see a space for people to actually become coaches without having the experience like you mentioned just now? Well, mm. I feel I do. You can okay as long the idea is as long as like you. I feel like as a coach, because this is more integrity issue kind of thing. Mm. Right? Yeah. Mm. As long as you really. Uh, put yourself in immerse yourself in martial arts and really hone yourself and and not just from just training doing patterns and sparring everything like really applying what you do because yeah there are some some legends right they fight for so long and then they're 60 like, you cannot expect them to 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 this this martial uh mas- masters to still be competing at 60 right. yeah. but you can see them like like um oh what's his name bill wallace Like, okay. like Bill Wallace, uh, this is kickboxing legend. Uh. He's mm. he's like in his 60s or 70s, right? But he yeah. could he could still he could you can see his movements and he can still hold his own, right? right? Mm. Yeah. Mm. But I feel like yeah, and in terms of competition, like, you don't need to be like, like a good fighter doesn't necessarily mean you're a good coach, right? But okay. yeah. at least you need to have some level of competitive experience and that level mm. to to be able to impart your knowledge and experience to to, to the students, right? right. And because Everyone trains martial arts for for different reasons. Yeah. Right? right in Singapore, can safely say ninety nine percent of us like just want to have fun. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and 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 really pick up a new skill and then right, not mm. not necessarily to compete. Right? Yeah. 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 So and then that's that goes to the next question like where, how well does he coach? Like mm. does he does he does does a coach look out for your interest or not, or is he looking mm. for his own self interest? Uh, some people, some coach are for uh coach for wrong reasons, or they they just want to make their, they just want to make themselves look good, right? Right. Then some some yeah. So whether whether the coach can actually help you, guide you through uh to 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 the goals that you want to achieve. Uh, that's another question now. So that that comes with like 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 coaching cues and whether you can see you can feel the the the, the sincerity you know, mm-hmm. Or yeah, I know I know some 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 good fighters right. The 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 whole entire Muay Thai class, ah, uh, they only he only teach, he only say three words, ah ah ah, literally. I'm like, what the fuck? You're not even Thai, bro. You're Singaporean, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, can see, ah, uh, like 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 lazy coaches, ah, uh, yeah. So, so this kind of things, you want to like you know, say weird, ah, uh, right? Yeah, not yeah, for sure. Understand. Yeah. Okay. And then the third part, which is the professionalism issue, lah. Uh, Yeah. It's whether you're ethical or not. Yeah, it's not. It's not just. It. Um, recently, I think like yesterday, all of us we 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 looked at. There's an article about 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 about. Yeah. Alleged, right? alleged like, incident. Yeah. Allegedly Alleged, on video. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like like you can see on the video. Wow, they all they all the challenge. That's so it's like robot, like robot, this, this, this can, yeah. Like this is the thing. Like as a coach, okay, even if that one is personal training, right? Yeah. But even as a coach, right, you see this case a lot. It's not oh. uncommon. Oh, is it? like that's yeah. that's the thing. That's the thing. I I didn't. I I I really like. There's a like a lot a lot a lot of um, these coaches like they put themselves a high pedestal, and then they yeah. bring themselves in the position that I'm the coach. Right? But then they do all these things. Because oh. I've heard, okay, seen some uh, okay, this coach right, like, like just he got the audacity right, to just come up to student. Go to a female student, nah. Uh, like, uh, then after uh, that, they comment about 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 how she gained weight, and then lift up the shirt, pat the stomach. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah and then and then and then and like like this same coach, right? Also like um, like like he put himself himself as a position as a coach. Uh, 
I'm a coach of my student. Yeah. But then like he he dropped, he gave he WhatsApp like them dodgy messages to 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 the girls. Oh. Like 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 and you know you know you know it's it's like really he literally sliding the DMs and is a yeah. is a really rabat one. It's like really no game kind of thing. Then like everyone like what the fuck? <laughs> it's All like right. yeah things like 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 things that you should not say as a coach as well. It's like like if if let's say you put yourself in position where okay lah like you feel your friend friend or, or you meet this girl and then yeah. at most the girl will just like block you because got no game right like yeah. kind of thing. it's about context but as a you put yourself yeah yeah as a context then and then as a coach right, you say say these things and it's not like like she's not she although you belong to the same club and then she's not training under you you know what I mean she's directly training under Yeah. This student is training, training yeah. directly under this yeah. person. The power dynamic is so different, really. That's why, yeah. And people are taking advantage of that power dynamic to, to exert themselves in a negative way, onto someone that that will feel powerless because you're a student. You are under this yeah, person's that's right. wing. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. Mm. yeah, and and this and and you cannot blame the student for like stop or call or call the call the person out, call this person yeah, out because right. The dynamic is different, really. Yeah. So they don't know how to break up. Yeah. And then, lastly, like I've you you hear cases martial arts for because you here's the thing about about martial arts. Like I said, like, we are we are not humble. We are actually very proud. Right? Yeah. Some of them are like really arrogant and egoistic. Right? Like all of us are full of ego. One. Then um, I've seen cases where coaches physically abuse the students as well. Oh. Like mm. even sparring. Yeah. Some of them like like they don't spar with like usually for me. I only spar with big girls, like like six okay. ounce girls, because 16. I'm worried about myself. I can't control them. Some of them, I actually just wear like ten ounce girls, right? That kind of thing. And then they yeah. spar without shin guard. So and then when they work, they just give. And then nah. and then I just give the excuse that like, oh, it's not I building the character. I breaking him down so I can build it back. <laughs> that's that's not the way to do it, man. Yeah, ethics. Yeah, sure. You're just you're, yeah, like like you just try make yourself look better, you know. Right. Like what? What like Nazri? What do you do when you see something like that? Like if you've uh, seen it personally, like what? What would you do? I would okay lah. I I don't know what I would do because I've never mm. seen this happening before. Mm. Mm. Although the only time I seen this with students ah, like students okay. try to if you are then they just beat up the guy lah. Yeah, yeah. Like okay. I act as a gym enforcer, but like uh, like I guess I would okay. I will not. Tell him off directly from there, but yeah. I will let the head coach know. I will let the boss and the management know. Like this right. is what your your employee is doing to your to your, yeah. your customers. Are you okay with this? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll I'll split him up. Ah. I mean, you have <laughs> to. Uh, someone has yeah, to, uh, to 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 police this to to actually make us make everyone accountable to their actions. Yeah. If yeah, not, anyone thing. everyone will just go off doing this this nonsense all the time. Yeah. Hmm. So like like but to me I'm glad that like I hear stories like this kind of coaches have because also keep myself in check. So sometimes oh. I'm so scared that I, I okay. do the things. So, oh, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the like the video like like the 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 video security on on Instagram right. See yeah, how yeah. the the code. Wow, lol, that one is blatantly upright. Just already groping your butt, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like then I'm like, she's actually what? Oh, I want to feel the muscles. See me like that. Like it's like crazy. when you want to talk about glute engagement, right? I all yeah. all like all all I tell my my students are usually uh, squeeze a butt. Yeah. yeah. And just squeeze yeah, up. That's true. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I I don't really oh. touch. I just like, squeeze squeeze. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
there's there are so many other ways to do it like 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 ways to to that yeah, you can use a stick. You can actually use a stick. Yeah. Okay, yeah, hold a stick some people are, oh, use a stick. Like some people, some people ah, use a stick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just whack each other's face. Ah, that one also another another form of oh use. But God. you can actually just point out what. Yeah. Uh, martial arts rub out when there are a lot of a lot of toxic uh coaches in in, in martial arts. Mm. That's right. Yeah. So uh, these are things that that I feel like beginners like, like a student should look out for. And yeah. I know it's it's easier said than done, but they should not. They should learn to not hesitate to just leave the gym. Just leave it. Yeah. Because yeah. because it doesn't doesn't it, it doesn't he like uh the the coach doesn't help this person to to improve like your or reach your goals. Yeah. Mm, just don't true. hesitate to anyway. To be honest, it's your money. Like. You can do whatever yeah. you want with your money. Like. So there's no need for you to to like yeah. to, to to really follow the person unless you really. Like people follow people because they believe in this person. Right? They they like yeah, this person. True. They can click well. Yeah, they yeah. their values are aligned and whatever. Right. It's like how yeah. you stick so to you know, Bruce all this way also, right? Right. Yeah, it's because, because you yeah, it's him. because yeah, I believe in him. I trust. I I thought yeah. like I I trust him lah. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like if the trust and all these things are broken, yeah, it should actually just. Anyway, it's a relationship lah. So it's like like mm. you learn how to get out of toxic relationship. Easier said than done, but yeah. <laughs> Okay, I think we'll wrap this up since you have a training session at two thirty, right? Oh yeah. So <laughs> we talked too long, already. Yeah. but anyway, oh, uh, thanks, <laughs> thanks for this lively um, discussion. Uh, can tell that you're yeah. very, like, very passionate. involved in the sport and the veteran, and mm. and and you're very passionate about giving back also. So thank thanks for mm. for like sharing your insight. Then, uh, is there anything that you want to plug to like our listeners or anything? Wait. Where can people like where find can, you? Where can people find you on on Instagram and oh. shit? Well, okay. Uh, if you want to find me on social media, I'm actually really, really like like very active on Instagram, right? So you can yeah. like right? so 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 it's I uh, it's at N Sutari MME. Yeah. yeah, that's my Instagram handle. Yeah. So I think from there then uh and and can I think I think if you just Google my 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 Facebook name, I think I think it will pop up also. Yeah. Or I, just I, Google, I or just started. Google him. He will pop up everywhere. Yeah. You can look for him. Yeah. I don't know. That's one time. I know last week I Google myself. I'm curious. Ah, uh, after seeing, uh, yeah, yeah. I Google. What sell? Like, what whole bunch of articles come out? Then I start to see so long. Yeah. One one thing I like about your Instagram now is that you are posting a series of uh, uh memories, right? Uh, about yeah. your MMA journey and all that. So I think yeah. people should check that out. Uh, yeah. To, to but get like the thing is, like it's also because I don't want to. Sh- okay, for me, like personally, I don't want to. I want to see people like, like I want to try and like humanize like martial arts coaches or fighters because mm. in the end I want to show people that in the end we are all just people like, we are not we are not, yeah. not like superheroes or like yeah. put ourselves like this like moral authority whatever like I'm just I'm just a uh, Indian uh, I'm just this 18 year old chubby fat kid like who just loves to compete and uh, <laughs> just look, like, uh. so I my problems my life problems and everyone's life problems are all the same. Like right. it's just that, like you know, like, I'm trying and trying. Yeah, it's 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 just what I do, and I believe I'm trying to show people like, like what I do and what I achieve does not define who I am. So it's it's this kind of that's thing, true. Like, that's that's hence the martial arts challenge, like, So I want to share, yeah, share 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 my stories. Yeah, yeah. Like, thank yeah. thanks for that. Thanks for coming in yeah. anyway, and uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, no worries, no worries. Thanks, thanks, thanks for so, sharing all the the insights and and your experiences. I think many yeah. people don't really know about about the insights and experience of such a competitive athlete 
and yeah. it's great great for me to hear also and I think everyone will, will definitely enjoy it hopefully you inspire him to finally get his first amateur fight la. <laughs> cannot la, but it's not, not, not because no, of cannot, COVID I cannot yeah, next year next year, yeah, next year. this year everybody can just forget about competing just just yeah yeah really yeah. now just 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 train train no. train to to yeah. get ready to train more yeah maybe we'll drop by impact la. like the last time Nigel yeah. and I were there were like 10 years ago yeah we actually we actually yeah. went for a few training sessions before yeah, but this was, was very very long. Come back, sir. Yeah, hey, someone I just say you're his favorite MMA fighter. <laughs> yeah. Are you serious or not? Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah serious now. Hey, since last year, since last year, okay, I won't joke. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, thanks, man. <laughs> anyway, thanks, thanks again. Uh, yeah, that, that's it for the Pakish, this episode of the Pakish podcast, and uh, thank you for listening. <laughs>